0: Marissa Norcross
1: and I'm Dave Freund and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you?
0: I'm good. I was just telling you I'm a little tired. <laughs> it's the
1: You have the had quite of, the afternoon. It's
0: been quite the day, quite the week. I am excited for uh, the weekend.
1: Yes. To rejuvenate. And the day, that, <laughs> the day that this comes out is the day before you
0: Yeah, it. yes.
1: Ooh, so it's gonna be like long weekend Mm -hmm. that's super exciting how are you i'm tired yeah i'm just i'm tired and and apparently you know that you're showing that you're tired when co-workers call you and say are you okay (laughs) So
0: (laughs) anyone who saw me on zoom today could see how tired (laughs) i am (laughs) there's no amount of uh under eye concealer that could yeah hide how tired I am but I'm always excited to be here to talk to you I feel like it always you know livens me and I don't know yeah it's it, it, so
1: yeah me too as, as soon as we you know so for a little bit our for our listeners the in, inside baseball type of thing is we start with a clap <laughs> yeah. and the clap and the clap is there not that we're like encouraging ourselves <laughs> but you know our engineer Tim he he takes two different recordings and merges them and he mm-hmm. merges them off the clap
2: because
1: mm-hmm. you're recording on your laptop and I'm recording on mine um, and it's almost like when that clap hits this energy just shoots into me and we're ready to go mm-hmm. and typically I'm in much better spirits after we record our podcast than before me too so I think I and think the title of the post today, I think.
0: So, what do you think, David?
1: <laughs> well, I think that I'm not really good at thinking. Yeah, and it it was just an interesting um, series of weeks, if I can call it that. that mm-hmm. So, I'll give the folks the the behind the scenes on the post today. Um, Live to lead um, was was great this year, even though it was really really different. And you know, if fo- folks, there still is an opportunity for you to. Attend uh, one of the virtual Live to Leads because we will have three more. Um, the next one is December eleventh, so I'll actually put a link in in the the description so that you can know how to get there. But one of the speakers in Live to Lead said one of the most critical things that leaders can be saying today is, I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and when Greg Rochelle said that, it just it just hit me like a ton of bricks, and I've I've done podcasts on thinking, I've written about thinking, I've taught about expanding your thinking, and it just hit me again that I really don't think enough and I don't think well. And then, um, so earlier in the week, one of my mentors, uh, Christian Simpson, who's the, the, my John Maxwell team mentor for coaching, had this quote in an email that he sent out, 2% of people think. 3% think they think. 95% of people would rather die than think. And George Bernard Shaw said that. And, and what, what I realized was we live in a time when I don't think we value thinking. And I don't think we value thinking because I don't think we need to think. Notice how many times I'm saying think. <laughs> because everything is spoon-fed to us. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be that news was news, and you interpreted it. But now it's interpreted for us. And so you align yourself with a news organization that shares your political bend, and they tell you not only what happened, but what it meant and what you should think about it. Um, Our social media, where there's 24-7 bombardment of thought that somebody else was thinking. But when do we really take some quiet time to think? And, And what I the imagery that I had as I was writing this uh, the other day was a squirrel and the <laughs> squirrel in my yard. Cause we have, you know, when I first built my house, we didn't have any squirrels and I couldn't figure out why there were no squirrels. Well, there were no squirrels because there were no trees. Uh, Cause our house used to be like a cow pasture. Um, but now that there's mature trees, all of a sudden there's squirrels everywhere and, and the squirrels scamper around and they're picking up nuts. And And I thought to myself, I'm kind of living like that squirrel getting ready for winter. I'm just running around, picking up a nut here, picking up a nut there, running it back to my nest, making sure that my family has all the nuts that they need for the long winter that's coming. And I'm totally oblivious of what might be around because I'm not thinking. So what might be around for that poor little squirrel? Well, the red-tailed hawk that's sitting in the tree looking for its next big meal. Probably doesn't eat turkey for Thanksgiving, but a nice plump squirrel would be just fine. Or maybe even as that squirrel clueless scampers across the road just as the garbage truck drives by, and you can imagine what would happen to the squirrel. That could be me because I'm not thinking; I'm just reacting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well,
1: then I'm there was glad we're going quote.
0: to save you from the garbage truck now that you save
1: me from the garbage <laughs> truck or that. Giant red-tailed hawk that, you know, because there's a ton of hawks around my house too. That's what I thought about the red-tailed hawk. Then there was another quote that, that just jumped out at me. Innovation is seeing what everybody else sees and thinking what nobody else thought.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. So innovation is seeing what everybody else is seeing, but thinking something different because you're taking the time to think. So the first thing I did Actually, before, I think it was even before I wrote this post, was to schedule thinking time in my calendar. And if my coworkers go to try to schedule me for a meeting, there's a hold.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, for me, I'm a morning person, so my thinking is, is in the morning. Um, and, and I didn't want to do it too early in the morning because I wanted to make sure that I'm ready to think. So. You know, I think what we need to do is in the next few weeks, you need to hold me accountable and ask me how the thinking is going. Sure will. So what were your thoughts when you first saw this? I think.
0: <laughs> you know, I had a feeling it would be about thinking, which we have talked about before. I can't remember how long ago now, but um, I, I, like you, think that I'm not a very good thinker. And, um, then as I kind of considered this further, um, and I think this might be true for, for both of us and for a lot of people is that it's not that we don't think it's that we may not have an organized process around thinking Mm. and, and a way to, and a way to capture our thoughts. Because I think all day, right? I Mm -hmm. mean... We think when we're in meetings, we think before meetings, we think after meetings, we, you know, I'll be raking leaves and thinking about things, uh, because, you know, it's a mindless task. So, you know, and, and so I think it's really about having that process, which you have now committed to doing, right? You're going yes. to find a process and, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways to do that. Uh, you, you know, journaling, would kind of be recording and Mm -hmm. thinking all in one. Um, And I, you know, I immediately thought about guided thinking. Because Mm. for me, while I'm not sure I'm ready to commit like you are to an everyday hold on my calendar just because I don't think that would be a good environment for me while I'm trying to feed my kids breakfast.
1: Exactly. <laughs> With two little girls but, and a husband, you can't <laughs> just block I out. I cannot
0: block out 8 a.m. like you, but um, right. I immediately thought about guided thinking because I know for me, if, if I'm going to do some thinking, um, I can't just let my mind wander because right. my thinking will quickly turn into, what do I need from Wegmans? What should I get mm-hmm. from Target? You know, holiday shopping. Not real deep thought. We, right. You know, we have these kind of like but, superficial thinking. And then right. there's but like. But
1: they're, meaningf- they're meaningful thoughts, though.
0: They're meaningful. So they belong on like a to-do list, right? In exactly. Which you and I discussed earlier is that um, I think sit, when, we're, when it's time to do that thinking, have a sheet of paper next to you to. Correct. To write down those things that may pop up that are, you know, not deep thinking, but rather to-do right. list thinking.
1: And, you know, that I discovered a couple of weeks ago because I, I noticed that, so the way my day starts and so why did I pick eight? I actually start my daily meditation devotional kind of time at seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. And by eight is when I'm typically ready to start work, at least by eight. Um, and then, so I thought, well, wait, what if I just... Take some of that time right at the beginning of the day to do my thinking, and so I've already had that that to do list paper next to me during my my quiet time, my my meditation time, because those ideas come then too. So that's when I'm writing down. Oh, by the way, you have to go to Home Depot and pick this up, or don't Mm -hmm. forget to make this phone call. Mm -hmm. So I I developed that habit a few weeks back. but this new one, and, and, and I think it needs to become this daily ritual, this daily routine, this daily habit. Um, and, and perhaps, um, I'm, I'm, I'm certain it's going to evolve as I do it. Because the goal here is to really think, to collect, to create something, to correct what I've cr- created, and then connect those thoughts to something meaningful. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited. I'm excited and I'm scared. I'm scared because I'm committing to something publicly, but I'm excited about it. I wonder what, what can happen if I really become highly intentional about my thinking.
0: So can I ask you a question about your, your plan? Sure. So, you know, thinking about, so every time I say the word think or thought, I just chuckle in this podcast, but same here. Con- considering that process that you just shared, the, th- the think, yes. collect, create, correct, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and connect. Do you plan to have kind of something in mind that you're working on when you're going to be in that think, collect, create phase, or are you just going to sit down and see what pops up that day?
1: Yeah, so what I what I yes to to everything. So my thought is this that there is this discovery phase, right, which is where call it a brain dump, whatever you want, whatever thoughts come into my head, I'm going to write down. Um and and that was another one of my mentors, Paul Martinelli, um who was really the the brains behind the start of the John Maxwell team. He really does a lot of interesting teaching on that idea of literally sitting in a perfect quiet spot, relaxing your brain enough, and then just writing down whatever thoughts come into your mind. Because if you if you believe in the law of attraction, um you there's this this force that's this that's giving you these ideas and those ideas will will be drawn to other ideas type of thing. Um if you're a person of faith, you can say, okay, God puts this idea into my head He's not going to give me an idea without resourcing it. So I want to get the ideas down. And then from those ideas, from those thoughts, those would naturally result in actions. So what might they be? Um, Different courses that I haven't thought of yet. Different ways to meet the needs of a group, one of our member companies or whoever it might be. Um, Different thoughts related to my family um, that... That maybe I'm missing. And then so once I get these thoughts on paper and I and I allow myself the time to think, because our brains are created to do this. We just think about the squirrel. The squirrel was just running around, just scampering, doing what he's always done every year of his life in November. Well, so was I. But maybe some of the things I'm doing I shouldn't be doing. Um, maybe some of the things that You know, one of the questions that was asked at Live to Lead was, if you were starting over, what would you do differently? But I've never given myself the permission to just sit quietly and think. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a couple things. So what I'm going to do is I'll get the ideas, I'll get them out on paper. Then I begin to, so I'm, I'm thinking and I'm collecting the thoughts. Then I'm creating what comes from that thought. But then we get into how do you increase the value of the thought? And this might have been some of the stuff that we talked about in in, um, some of the previous podcasts was, you know, you think you thought the thought, you write out your thoughts, you find a place to keep your thoughts, rethink your thoughts. So really evaluating the thoughts. So when I when I thought it today, it was a great idea. Tomorrow it might be stupid. So I'm evaluating. I'm going back and I'm looking at what was I thinking about? Was this? So let's say I have a page of thoughts. When I review that page of thoughts, two or three things I'm hoping are actionable items. And so then the next day, it's so. What am I thinking about those thoughts?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it was it meaningful? Was it you know was it just in my in my favorite Christmas movie of all time <laughs> when Jacob Marley is speaking to Scrooge? or after Jacob Marley is speaking, has spoken to Scrooge, and he, he's kind of wondering what's going on. He goes, well, perhaps it was a bad piece of beef. You know, Did I eat something that made <laughs> me have crazy thoughts type of thing? Could be. Could be that it was just something was annoying me, and I felt this way, but there's nothing behind it. But there might be a gem. There might be something that I've never thought about in terms of a way to deliver a class, a topic that I should write on, something like that. So then I, and then, that, and then I verbalize those thoughts. So then what I need to do is I need to jump on a call with Marissa and say, Marissa, I'm thinking about this. Does this make sense? And then I share it with Randy or somebody else. Hey, well, this is what I'm thinking. Does it make sense? So that really becomes part of this process of thinking. But it starts with that thought. And I've never given myself the permission to just sit. I think I've said I was going to do it, but I've never scheduled.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not might not work. I don't know. Other people say it works.
0: How long do you I, think you'll sit and think for?
1: You know, I'm hoping that my thought time gets to be like a half hour. Mm-hmm. I think the first. So what, what my mentor, what Paul Martinelli had said was, you know, give yourself five minutes. It's, that it's going to be painful the first few times. Because we're not used to sitting and just thinking.
0: Yeah, I, I imagine it is something you, you ramp up to. Yeah. And, and you've done this before. We've all done this before. I, I was just sharing an example of a big project that I need to work on um, with, mm-hmm. with our team today. And I've definitely been thinking about it. We'll say in an unorganized, unofficial way, I have been thinking about this project for a long time. Yep. And then it finally kind of just got to this tipping point where now, so maybe that, that think part and, and part of the collect portion of the process took a long time because it was done so sure. informally. And yep. now I'm kind of in that create phase. And there's an excitement around that. So yes. while the begin, while, I, while I wasn't really planning to do this and I – I wasn't intentionally thinking about and collecting information for this. Now it's like, okay, I'm in this create phase and this is exciting. And then I'll get to that correct and connect phase. But I imagine that, you know, you might start with five minutes and then you'll be like, Hey, I really like this. And you, you increase your capacity to do this. And then once you see the result, once you kind of get through this process, it's like, yeah, I need this time.
1: Right, it you know what as you were talking and you talked about the project and and I remember writing about this and it might have been. Might have been right around the time we started doing our podcast because, people had kept asking me for a a training that would be offered after supervisory, mm-hmm. and I tried and, tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and could not, come up with that program and then I share and I know I shared it with you it was. It was it was the first Saturday in July of 2016 and I'm sitting at a camp at Otisco Lake. I was out there alone because the family um might have been 2017. It was 2017. The family didn't want to go out cuz it was raining. We you know, we were staying at a friend's camp, so I was all alone. And I sat down at their dining room table and I looked out at the dock where the boat was and I watched the raindrops hitting the water and all of a sudden that entire curriculum, five different sessions, just flowed.
2: hmm
1: And I typed it into my my uh iPad and I'm like, wow, that was amazing. And I've been able to use that that program now for you know ever since for years. So the exciting part is what other programs are there that that I'm supposed to be thinking that I haven't yet?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what was key about that, it was an amazing environment. It was an environment with a lot of great memories for me. And one of the thinking tips is you need to stay away from a negative environment because that will kill your thinking. It, we might find, or you might find, that thinking at home doesn't work and that daily is not going to work. But maybe there's once a week you go to Starbucks and that's where you can, well, now, now maybe we can't go to Starbucks. Yeah. But anyways. You go to your special place. I sit your in happy my
0: car, <laughs>
1: <laughs> sit in <Alone>. your car, <laughs> looking at the Starbucks. Sign. <laughs> that might be the place where you can think creative thought. Then there's other things that we need to make sure. If we're going to really value our thinking, we have to make learning even more precious.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Learning new things, listening to people, asking the right kinds of questions. One of the things that. Um, Greg Rochelle said on the live to lead topic that he was talking on was he said I went to my doctor and my doctor asked me 21 different questions.
2: Wow.
1: And he said that was after I called my doctor up and told him on the phone that I had problems with I had pain in my shoulder. So he said I asked my doctor. So when did you really believe you knew what the problem was? He goes, "Well, I was 99% sure when you called me." Mhm. And he said, "So why did you ask me 21 questions? Then he said, well, because 21 is one more than 20. But what the doctor was saying was, I've que- I have trained myself to continually question and question and question, which expands thinking. Mm-hmm. So that's what we really, really, really need to start working on is this thinking process. And that's my, my, cons- my fear was when I was listening to Greg Rochelle I wasn't intentional enough about my thinking, and things are extremely uncertain. And I better make sure that there's no garbage truck heading toward my family or my life. Am I thinking it? Am I thinking, am I looking at, you know, um, what are, uh, Greg Rochelle refers to it as developing situational awareness. He said, you know, leaders anticipate they don't react. And you can't anticipate if you're not thinking. So not only is there that creative piece that I'm super excited about, but I also believe that I'll gain insight into opportunities and threats that right now I don't see. Mm-hmm. So that's really my purpose behind this. And I so if people want some resources on how do you think better, um. There was There is a book. It's a really small book, uh, John Maxwell's book, How Successful People Think. It's literally, the price on the back of the book is $10. bucks. i will bet you if you go to John Maxwell's website, you can buy it. Probably buy it cheaper than that on Amazon. It's a little tiny book. It's how many pages is this book? Oh, let's see. It's 126 pages long. So it's a tiny little book. Quick read mm-hmm. Then there was another one, No Limits by Maxwell, where he has a whole chapter on it. Yeah. But for me, the key was the discipline of of scheduling time to think. Now, to tell you how bad my calendar is, I wasn't able to find a day to fit that in until November 30th. Well,
0: it's not that far away now. (laughs) It's not that far away now, but it was pretty
1: sad when I looked at it because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to put it. So why did I pick the morning? Well, um, Daniel Pink's book, When, tells me that I really need to do that thinking.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: In the morning or like seven in the evening. Well, I don't want to do that because I need to keep that time.
0: Yeah, I think and I think there are a lot of ways to do this, too, because I think it is very intimidating, Mm -hmm. Um, or at least that's that would probably be how I would feel sitting down every single day. Uh so my the first thing that I did when when we kind of started having this conversation prior to recording was I just googled like journal prompts and um you know things like that and I came upon and there's you know a million of these on Google but the one I clicked sure. on was you know 365 journal prompts for self discovery. Wow. Um and there truly are 365 journal prompts and they're just they're just questions like one, you know, one question, um, for each day. And, you know, that can be, it. so maybe that's not exactly targeted at a specific project, right? Like in the example yep. you shared with transformational leadership, but it's a good way to get, get your brain used to yes. thinking.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And, you know, if it is something for self-discovery, I mean, that's great too. Um, sure. But I think it's, it's like building that habit and, and exercising that muscle. Right. And the more you do it, the more natural it becomes, and, yeah. you know, the easier it gets.
1: And valuing that thinking process. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one of the things John Maxwell says is that he has his iPhone with him all the time, and he's recording thoughts all day long.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think you'll the- record virtually, or you'll, or you'll rec- record, yours like notebook style? I,
1: I, I think I'm going to write them in a notebook mm-hmm. because I believe that that will have a greater connectivity with my brain than typing yeah. it or dictating.
0: That's how I feel too.
1: Yeah, and I know John. You know John writes his books longhand, so, um, which is kind of crazy that he doesn't type them, but he writes them longhand. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he just records the thought on his phone in a note app so that he doesn't forget it but one of the things he talked about was that the benefit that he had of of not being able to travel was a much greater part of his day where he can just take his walk
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he thinks when he walks yep so pretty cool so i'm excited and i'm a little afraid
0: yeah, I mean, I cannot wait to follow up. You know, maybe we'll give you a month or so, and then Perfect. kind of see where you're at with that, and you know what's what's come from it. Because I'm sure, I'm sure something great will come from it.
1: Well, you know, if I am if I am true to the process, something meaningful will come from Mm-hmm. And so what that really says is that it's totally up to me as to whether or not it works. Wow, that just got me more upset, more anxious. <laughs> anyway, no, it'll be fine. It's all good. So that's all I got.
0: It's a lot to think about.
1: Oh, there we go again. Yeah, it's isn't it hard to have this podcast without saying mm-hmm. So anything super exciting happening?
0: Getting ready for Thanksgiving. Awesome. Um, which, you know, we're just staying home and celebrating the four of us. And uh that also means that we will have completed our fall bucket list, and as terrific. I've said, I've got my winter one all queued up, it's ready to you know ready to awesome. be hung up, and we'll start working our way through it, which is exciting because we have twenty eight new things to to do and that's terrific, you know that there's a the well you know we won't be going to any in person tree lightings or things like that, you know right after Thanksgiving. There's typically the Syracuse tree lighting, and it's um, yep. going to be like a virtual experience this year. So cool. it's like SyracuseTreeLighting dot com. I I saw they actually created a website, and they've got some performances lined up. And awesome. so you know, I I am uh, well. There's certainly a lot to miss this year. I am looking forward to some of these new experiences that we can have from the the warmth (laughs) and comfort of our own home.
1: (laughs) Sitting next to a fireplace without having to
0: park downtown.
1: (laughs) Right, exactly. That's terrific. Well, congratulations on completing your fall bucket list. Thank you. And being able to start your December one.
0: Thank you. Great.
1: So with that, I'm Dave Freund.
0: I'm Marissa Norcross.
1: And this was The Next one.